Welcome to episode nine of the Cold Call Podcast. I'm here with Delaney Williams. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm excited. I yeah. love talking about law school. People exactly. think I'm crazy, but I really love law school. So <laughs> yeah, well, we're just talking like I love being in school, so it's yeah. great. So let's just get started with like, what did you do this summer? What was your summer plan? So I worked for a contract research organization mm-hmm. in their site contracts department. Okay. So basically, all I did all day, every day, was look at contracts. I learned that I did not want to do contract work. I came into law school thinking I wanted to do transactional work. No, not for me. So, (laughs) so, so, uh, did you did you want to do that until this summer? Were you like, this is what I want to do, and then the summer happened? Yeah. So I did a little bit of litigation type work in workers' compensation my first summer, Mm -hmm. and liked it, but I didn't want to pigeonhole myself. I kind of thought still that I wanted to do more healthcare transactional work, and after the summer. I yeah. have now realized that I think I want to be in a more litigation-based yeah. role and yeah. go I'm, forward with that. I'm really in love with transactional stuff right now, so we'll see what happens when I get like a transactional internship. But Yeah. I mean, for some people it's great, but I should have known when I took contracts first semester and hated mm-hmm. that, that that probably was yeah a good indication, but see, I wanted the real-world experience and now right. that I've got it. See, I, I kind of like that class, but someone was like, I'm taking contract drafting mm-hmm. this next semester. And they're like, oh, I loved contract drafting. I hated contracts. I was like, maybe maybe I like contract drafting. Yeah, we'll see, see, I took contract drafting last semester and also didn't like okay. it. Yeah, and we'll I see. really should have <laughs> taken like, the two contract classes and then now working in contracts is pretty much yeah, for solidified sure. that it's not. For but me, it is but. nice that now you know. At yeah. least. Like, yeah. I think that's one thing about internships. Like, that's another big thing is at least learning what you don't like so yeah. that way you're not like except pigeonholing yourself into yeah. like a miserable practice area yeah yeah i would have hated so. to have taken the job and, then, and like, like moved away and gone and done it and then be like oh no this sucks <laughs> i have signed a year lease and i don't want to do this anymore so <laughs> yeah um so you have an interesting story so what what made you want to go to law school like what was your path to to where you are now so I have a bachelor's degree in microbiology and Mm -hmm. a graduate degree in epidemiology which I graduated with my epidemiology degree during the pandemic awesome very interesting time Um, I actually made the decision to go to law school before the pandemic but the pandemic definitely kind of solidified that I didn't want to work in epidemiology long term Mm. Um, I just was kind of at a point in my education that I was like okay I have to make a decision I either have to get an office job and work 40 hours a week doing the same thing forever mm-hmm. or I could get a doctoral level degree yeah. in either public health or a PhD or go to medical school yeah. and none of those things sounded interesting to me. Right. I'd done it for so long that I just I needed something different and I just happened to be listening to a podcast one day. I'm like the worst like law student. Like Lawyers hate when they hear people, oh, you just went to law school and you listen to a podcast? Yes. <laughs> but they talked about law school, and I was like, I didn't even know that the school they were talking about had a law school. I didn't mm. know that you could specialize in law school. Like I didn't know that, yeah. like I really thought you went to law school and you became a lawyer, Yeah, and, and that was, was the it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I started looking at law schools, and I realized that I could do health law, or I could do all mm-hmm. kinds of different things with a law degree. And I just decided that that was the best time to pivot and just yeah. do something completely different. And now yeah. I can go do so many different exactly. things like, instead of just one. It opens up like the possibilities. Yeah. You know, like I have a similar thing. Like I, I have a music background, and I was like, I gotta like do I want to teach high school forever or yeah. or what? And I was like, well, I didn't know that there was entertainment law or like yeah. music law, which that kind of opened my foot into this. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like similar story. Like I. I didn't listen to podcasts, but I took the LSAT for funsies. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Apply for fun. Like, and then, 
Yeah, I told myself I would take the LSAT one time, and if I did well, great. If I didn't, I'll figure something else exactly. out. But. Yeah, and then like it didn't hit me until like 1L orientation, which I think is happening right now. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling their pain. But um, just, well, we, yeah. We didn't even have an orientation. We had a two-hour oh, Zoom right. meeting, and they said, welcome to law school, and we and just did go. it. Yeah. It didn't hit me until I sat and I like, looked around. I guess that was like when the imposter syndrome first kicked yeah. in. I was like, oh my God, these yeah. people are geniuses. Like, yeah, you hear people like, oh, I majored in political science. Yeah. I was a pre-law major. And I'm like, I have a degree in microbiology that's completely exactly. useless here. Yeah. But, but like, like, they may just go around and, and say our majors. And then I, I was actually the last. I like sat in the back. I was like, I have a music degree. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else was like, like I have a friend who like, you know, political science or like pre-law and like English or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they're like really put together, you know, yeah. which is funny. But from your background, are there any particular or unique skills that you gained working in like the health world that set you up for success? Yeah, so I think a lot of what I did before this was research. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, sitting in a lab, trying to yeah. figure out what microbe you're growing, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what the best way to cure a disease is, things like that. And I didn't think at the time that it would be relevant to law mm-hmm. school, but now like when I have friends who talk about doing legal research and they kind of just find the first case that goes with what they need to say and they just stop there. Mm. But for me, I'm like, I want to know how the court got there. I want to yeah. see like what they've decided since, what they decided before. Yeah. And I really enjoy the research aspect of it, mm. which I think is a lot more difficult for some people, yeah. but it's something I'm so used to doing. Right. And I just find it so fascinating to just go down a rabbit hole. And then like, exactly. you're just at these like really bizarre cases with like really specific dicta, but it matches what you need. So exactly. it's great to find. But and, like, there's no better feeling than when like you find like, one case that just matches exactly what you're looking for. Yeah. Like you have to dig for it, like you're saying, but it's like rewarding. Yeah. It's like, and wow. it's also fun to like research things and like you have a case that like you can't, like your facts don't match up with anything, mm-hmm. but like getting to like build from yeah. other cases is really fun. And I think yeah. that's something that. Yeah. My, my favorite part of LIC second semester with the appellate brief was like the research process. Yeah. I didn't like, want to do the writing part, no. but like, <laughs> like getting to look up the stuff was really yeah. fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I think I probably spent too much time researching because I like made I made a list of all these cases that yeah. I didn't end up using. But like, still, I was like, this is cool. Yeah. And it doesn't help that like there's like nice pretty blue hyperlinks. Sometimes yeah. you just oh yeah, and then like next thing you know you're like six tabs deep. And like, <laughs> what, I'm not even reading a case that's relevant anymore. Yeah, but it's, like yeah. like here I am with popcorn and everything. But, yeah. But I think that's important. Like the eye for detail too. Mm-hmm. Like in the health world, like. That's important because you're researching like life-changing things yeah. potentially, and like you can't mess it up. And it's, it's similar here. Like, the, the, or no matter what practice area you go into, like you're gonna have someone's life in your hands. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like I, like I said, I worked in workers' comp my first summer, mm-hmm. and like people, either they know everything about workers' comp, or they know nothing about workers' right. comp. And I think that's what I love about it is that it is very niche, mm-hmm. but there is so many cases and so many. Th- things to discover there right but it's so important for the plaintiffs to get what they need yeah and I think that's why I like the field and I like like if I went into working in workers comp after graduation I would mm-hmm. want to do defense just personal preference from what I've yeah. learned about it but I think there's such a really cool opportunity in the defense world to provide for plaintiffs there okay yeah. that like maybe you don't get in criminal defense or you don't get necessarily in like mm. personal injury defense that like yeah. ultimately the goal is to get what's best for the plaintiff yeah and as a defense attorney you don't get to necessarily do that all the time so yeah. i think that's really interesting like I, it didn't hit me until this summer like when um my my supervising attorney was like hey here's this work you have to do 
he explained to me, he's like, if, like, this is wrong, like, because of the statute, like, they can't file for this expungement ever again. Yeah. He's like, so, like, don't mess this up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, it's, like, this is, like, serious. Yeah, like, it's terrifying. I think sometimes people don't understand that about the law. Like, exactly. Obviously, like, when you have, like, a surgeon, you're like, yeah, like, obviously that person's life's in yeah. their hands. But there's so many little statutes like that that mm-hmm. just really can change a person's life. And yeah. as an attorney, you're the one that's in charge of making sure that happens exactly. correctly. It's crazy. And, like, some statutes are hard to read. I'm yeah. sure you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. like uh, we were, we were like, researching, like, the expungement law changed in, like, um, July 1st. And we were like, what does this mean? And, like, th- three different expungement attorneys came up with three different ideas of what it means. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Like, they like, I had to go back and watch, like, the, the house video, like, them arguing it. And it's like, they didn't even know what it was. Yeah. So very much like going back to the research thing, like I went down a rabbit hole and yeah. So, um, sweet. So, what is one thing that you wish that you knew before you started law school? This is my favorite question. I'm actually okay. really excited about this question. So, I would tell myself that comparison is the thief of joy, mm. right? Because you come to law school and like you know there's a curve and you know like you're all fighting for the same job, yeah. but you don't really understand like how much that comparison is just mm-hmm. so prevalent until you get here and you start and you're like looking at your friends like oh like they're ranked here in the class or they got Mm -hmm. this grade or they got this job or even like I everybody I'm in law school with is married and it's like I'm not married and so like now I'm like comparing myself there and I think like it's so easy to just get caught up in that yeah but I got some really good advice from a friend it was dating advice wasn't law school advice but I've like turned it into law school advice and I give to people all the time it's like if you're looking at somebody like I there's a girl in our class who just got a job at a firm that I interviewed with and wanted the mm. job at. And I was like, man, like that sucks. Like she got a job like before we even started 3L. And like yeah. that's like tough because I don't have a job right now. But the job is in like a field that I absolutely would not want to work exactly. in. And so it's kind yeah. of like, okay, like you have to like look at things from a perspective that's like, yeah, they have that, but you don't want it exactly. anyway. Yeah. So why are you even yeah. jealous about it? Yeah. So. It's just important to just always kind of like look at things from a perspective that mm. like, yeah, they got this grade in this class, but I got this grade in this class and exactly. they didn't get that. Yeah. And so it's kind of, you just have to like focus on yeah. yourself and that's like, hard. But. Like I had that same exact same issue my first entire first year, especially when like fall semester grades came out mm-hmm. and everyone was like just openly sharing because they were just either excited or like yeah. bummed out. And like I did, I did decent, but still like just like knowing like, oh, like that, that person got an A, but yeah. like, does that really matter does that take yeah. away from what you did and it doesn't yeah. you know um and that's another thing i realized like in, even doing this podcast like i've got to talk to so many different people and they all have different goals like no no one person has had the same like career right goal. so it's like everyone here is here for a different reason so yeah. like, like you're saying like i can't compare like, what i'm doing cipro to what someone else does in crim yeah if i don't want to do criminal law yeah know? that's so. the, yeah it's it's so bizarre like you don't like, I don't think I really ever compared myself to other people until I got to law school. Yeah. And then now it's, like, something that I do all the time. And mm-hmm. I have to, like, remind myself that I'm not those people. Yeah. And I am proud of who I am and what mm-hmm. I've accomplished. And, like, there are pe- like yeah. I have a master's degree, right? Like, yeah. that's something that that's sets huge. me apart. Yeah. But I also look at people and I'm like, oh, but they got this job. Like, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Like, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Right. We're all on our own yeah. journeys. And... Yeah. Like, it's going to work out at some point. Yeah. Like, your path might look like, you know, a roller coaster, but yeah. you're going to get to where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, like, in, in music school, like, we would compare each other, you know? Obviously, yeah. Like, obviously, like, oh, wow, he's really good at clarinet or whatever. Um, but, like, it was more collaborative. Right. Which I think also makes this a little more difficult, like, 
because we're not supposed to collaborate with others, yeah. you know. So, so it's just more like almost like there's a curtain between yeah. each individual. It's like it's like the old saying in medical school. It's like, what do you call a doctor who graduated at the bottom? Like, what do you a doctor? A doctor. Like, yeah. he's still a doctor. Yeah. Like, you still like you're gonna end up with the same degree, and so it in the exactly. grand scheme of things, like you still work hard and you still want to do your yeah. best, but yeah. And um, I, I interviewed um, someone last week, um, Caleb Harbison. Uh, uh-huh. he, he just graduated, and he was saying like, I wish I knew how much like GPA does matter, but like not as, maybe not necessarily as much as like people think. Right. It also depends on what you want to go into. If you want to yeah. do like big law, then like yeah, it matters. But if you want to litigate, and you you just need to have something to show for your your skills. Yeah, it's all about like what you can do, not mm. like what your grades are, yeah. things like that. And I think so much of what we do in the law is like you're defined by mm-hmm. what you do and not what you're capable of. And I think that can be hard sometimes. Exactly. Like like if something doesn't happen, like if you don't get a journal, if you don't get that job or whatever, like then you didn't get it for a reason. And I think that's probably a good reason because maybe yeah. it just, maybe you wouldn't like it. Like, yeah. You know, like, I try and stay positive. I'm like, oh, I didn't get this. And like, well, maybe I wouldn't have liked it. Maybe it wouldn't, maybe it would have been super busy. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. I think so. about like, it's like the job I worked this past summer, even mm-hmm. though I didn't like it in the grand scheme of things, I was only working 40 hours a week. Like I yeah. didn't take the work home with me. It's awesome. And as much as I wish, you know, I would have found my dream job and before mm-hmm. 3L, like I at least got the opportunity to have like a decent summer. Yeah working yeah. like a full-time job and not being like oh like am I getting my billable hours in am I doing all this because yeah. I know that's gonna come one day exactly so I think yeah. it's just finding what works for you in the moment and just running with it and I think also like finding connections too yeah. like like I think it's a good thing like like my internship this summer like I didn't it's not necessarily what I want to do like I want to do entertainment more transactional as of now we'll see what happens but like I make connections yeah like my my supervising attorney was like oh I know this guy who does entertainment and transactional law like you should go get a coffee with them and I did you know and yeah so it's just still and I still learn skills that were like I can apply to everything yeah just yeah like I the I worked for a, like more in-house rather mm-hmm. than like for a firm yeah and even though like the department I worked in isn't where I want to be like I was able to meet so many attorneys within mm-hmm. the corporation that do things that are interesting to me yeah. that I know like if I applied for a job in those departments later on yeah I would have a better opportunity just because I have the experience there at the company anyway exactly even if it wasn't the ideal position for yeah. me yeah and, and I said the old saying like it's all about who you know which yeah. which is, is kind of true like yeah um, I, I mentioned it before, but I can trace my first high school teaching job all the way back to something I volunteered for my freshman year of undergrad. Wow. Like, and I was like debating on volunteering for this thing because it's like, oh, volunteering, it's extra. But like I did it and I met this guy who was a really great band director and I worked for him during, during the undergrad. He was like, hey, there's a job open. Yeah. That was a really good job. So like my mentality now, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to volunteer for a lot of things. I'm going like, right. to try and do a lot of things because it might not be what I want to do, but like. You might you be never an attorney there. there you're like, yeah, exactly. Um, so speaking of career stuff, since we're on the same topic, um, everyone hates this question, but uh, five years from now, you pass the bar, all's good in life. Where do you see yourself? Yes, that's. I mean, that's a tough question because mm-hmm. I think it makes you face the future that you don't exactly. really know yeah. anything that's actually going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I hope that I'm practicing as an attorney. I hope that I, mm-hmm. you know, I put some of this degree to use. I, yeah. Like I said, I would love to work in workers' comp. I think mm-hmm. that's ultimately the niche that I see myself in. Yeah. Just I have kind of come to terms with that recently. I think it's kind of scary to make a decision to say, like, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, down the road, I would love to be a professor if I could get a job within five years doing that that would be fantastic I think my first year of law school I was in contracts class which is a class I hated yeah but I loved the professor and I was like so many of my 
professors that I've had that have poured into me and made me love mm. learning have been women. Yeah. And I feel like I want to be able to provide that. Yeah. To students in the future, like I want to make students love learning, mm-hmm. um, and I love university campuses. I love just yeah. that atmosphere, and so yeah. I think like that first semester for me was like okay, like I think I want to be a professor. That's where I want yeah. to be what, down the road. What, uh, what subject would you want to teach? And see, that's tough for me because yeah. I love so many of them. Obviously, I would not teach contracts, right. but <laughs> um, like so I would love to teach employment law. Like I yeah. took employment law last semester and loved it. Um, I would love to teach mm-hmm. like a workers' comp class or even like a public health law class. Yeah. Just even if I wasn't even teaching law, like if I was working on like a public health faculty, yeah. just anything like that would be. See, like that'd be great too. Like a lot of pe- a lot of attorneys like practice and do like an adjunct position. Mm-hmm. Like, e- like you might even get to pick up like a, an employment law or something. Yeah, we do like a practicum that. class like we have yeah. here, where like you come to after work, you get to just teach exactly. classes and. Yeah, and I, I haven't had a practicum yet, but, when oh, I, yeah, but from right. what I've heard, it's like it's very, it, it's more or less stress. Yeah, they're pretty relaxed. Uh, I've taken, I guess I've taken two, so. Yeah. Um, I took a products liability practicum mm-hmm. my first practicum semester, and it was so interesting because yeah. it was like, I had kind of come in like thinking products liability would be something I'd really be interested in, yeah. and I still am. It's just kind of hard to get mm-hmm. into there, get your yeah. foot in the door, but I got to just learn so many really interesting things about how epidemiology interacts with products mm-hmm. liability, which is something I didn't even know, and I was like, oh, like, yeah. we were talking about things that I'd worked on in, yeah, in my master's, master's yeah, program so it's awesome. really cool so I, that's why I like the practicums here yeah. is that you do get and a little bit more experience I like it surprised me how specific some of them are like yeah. I, was, I was looking at the listing and I was like well that's oddly specific but yeah. like, that's cool though like because yeah. at least then you get to learn everything about it yeah um, and you get to learn from attorneys doing it exactly. during their day job and that's a big thing like I um, I met with someone who like she said she loved contract drafting um, but didn't like contracts. She's like, yeah, like, I just didn't learn reading a case from the 1850s about yeah. acceptance. Yeah, it like, is. Alec it's, had to, like, down yeah, it is a really drastic change from like yeah. you go into contract drafting, you having like expectations, and then you take yeah. it and you're like, oh, like you're actually just copying and pasting things yeah. into contracts. Well, well, which is cool. I, I, it's hard, and I can kind of see this as like a former teacher. Like I know you have to have the background. You have to have like the. Like you have to learn, you have to read the cases, like especially in con law, yeah. like some of those con law cases, con law one was uh, really dry, especially yeah. the ones about like takings and you know, yeah. that. but I understand like you have to read those because they build off each right, other. Right, right. But at the same time, I'm like in class with like trying to pay attention, but like. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough. Like they're like, for me, I guess like I just, some of the cases you're reading, like I got called on, I remember I got cold called for the loan shark case and contract. Oh, no. And I legitimately, when I read the case, I did not understand it. When I read the Quimby, I did not understand it. Yeah. I did not understand any of it. Yeah. But best believe, once I got cold called for it, and I actually had to talk about it, and mm-hmm. basically got the whole thing wrong the entire cold call, I understood it. Exactly. And so I think sometimes it's important to have those background, even like even if they're yeah. drastically boring or you don't understand it. Yeah, exactly. Is when you're taking the bar, and then you get a loan shark case on the bar, exactly. you're going to know what to do. And Yeah. That's like that's funny. Like talking about cold calls, like that is that is the way I learned the best. Yeah, <laughs> people think I'm crazy, but I'm like, no, like I. It forces me to pay attention. Yeah, it forces me to be prepared. Yeah, and I like getting to talk about things in exactly. front of other people. So, like, for me, it's always like the first ten seconds are like rough, and then yeah. I get into it. It's fine. Yeah, I have to remind myself. Yeah, because like I don't know. Like I guess maybe I'm a good talker too. Like if I don't know like something, I can just yeah. like, kind of. You know, but it depends on the professor, as you right, know. Right, right. Like, there's some professors where you can't sneak by them with something. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Like, a professor more, like, you oh, best no. believe you read that case. Like, you hope you read the case that you got called on for. I, um, I got called on for Erie in her Oof, class. That's a tough one. That's funny. I was talking to my friend Sean. I was like, man, I feel bad if whoever gets called on for this case. 
and then it was me. So yeah, I, there were, like, most of my classes, like, I could feel it. Like, I could go into class and be like, I think I'm getting called on today, and then, like, mm-hmm. would know. Yeah. But, and, like, I prefer the classes where, like, you don't know you're getting called on. Right? Like, true. we have some classes where you, like, sign up for a cold yeah. call. I, I do not enjoy those. I, I, I didn't experience that until last week. Like, it was on the Wills and Trusts twin page. Oh, yeah. I was, I was like... Gotta sign up for this, like, yeah. Like, I, it's coming. So, I accidentally messed up on Wills and Trust. I read the instructions wrong mm. and thought that, like, you could sign up like as the semester goes along, oh, but yeah. instead, everyone signed up for like six cold calls, like, straight away, yeah. And there were none left, so I had to like talk to one of my friends and be like, Hey, like, can you drop one of the ones you <laughs> signed up for so that I can at least yeah. get that like one like yeah. extra credit point for like actually signing up? The, the one, the, the thing, the best way that I've seen it done so far was uh, in Professor Johnson's class. Um, he would like he writes down the names before class starts. Mm-hmm. So then, like you don't know until you get there, but then at least you like know you're like oh, yeah. I'm not getting called on today. Like, My favorite, um, I don't think y'all have had Professor Cochran yet, mm-hmm. but he'll do a way like you like the first day of class, like you'll write your information on a card, mm-hmm. and so he like keeps the stack of cards like all your names on it. Yeah. And so you come into class and he has the stack of cards, but he'll take volunteers. Okay. So you can choose to volunteer, and if you mm. do, he'll take your name out of the stack of cards. Okay. But That's if nice. nobody volunteers, he, he just takes one out. Okay. And so I like that because, like, you can come, like, if you know, like, there's going to be a week, like, you really like the case, or you really mm. are interested in it, like, you can volunteer and get yeah. that out of the way, and then you can kind of, like, wait yeah. until the cards cycle through yeah. and then do it again. And I, I, I like the... The fear, and not the fear. I guess yeah, that's no, word, but, <laughs> no, I understand. Um, but like, just knowing that it could happen, like, yeah. makes me I can read harder. Yeah. Where like uh, towards the end of last semester, like I had known I'd gotten called on already in, in property because like there's six people left. Like I know I'm gonna get, I know I'm not gonna get called on for this last class. Yeah. And that was like very hard to like. It was also the end of the semester. It's very hard to finish those last few cases. Yeah. Are we always like like are we like to figure out like how the professor like. Because I know with Chenaris, like, we could kind of figure out, like, okay, he calls on kind of, like, this one section of, like, mm. alphabetically named people. Exactly. So, like, yeah. once you hear, like, the one before you, you're like, ah, oh, like, I'm probably nah, going to be today. Like, yeah, 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 I'm going to go ahead and turn to the next case. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I feel like most professors, like, they must be in communication. Because for us last year, like, we had three classes in a row. Um, we had con law, property, and crim, back to back to back. And, like, a lot of people got called on in all three classes the same day. Like, I, I was one of those people. Yeah. Like, like I, I hadn't got called on for the first, like, three months, you know. And I was mm-hmm. like, when's it going to happen? And it, like, happened, like, in all three classes the same day. Yeah. See, ours were really good about, like, so my whole, like, basically whole first year was hybrid. Yeah. So we would be in person and online kind of mm-hmm. just sporadically throughout the week. Yeah. And I, I'm going to tell you, I would never get called on in person. I would only get called on when I was, like, on Zoom, mm-hmm. like, very much so not paying attention, like, yeah. scrolling some yeah. social media page or whatever. And you're having to, like, close all your tabs and, yes. like, not make it look like you're just, like, looking for, the, yeah. <laughs> like, notes. But Yeah, it, it, it hybrids or online is very hard. Like, we were online for, was it last semester, the first two weeks? Yeah. I think. And so that's the only online experience I had. Yeah. But, like, I had a, a con law cold call. Um, and that class started at 8.30 and like I, like I was like well I can wake up a little later because like, we're online mm-hmm. so I woke up at like 8 that day and I was like still drinking my coffee like still half asleep and that was the first call I yeah. was like oh hold on give me a second yeah see and, like, and it's funny because I was like listening to a couple of the older episodes mm-hmm. that you were talking about 
how like you don't see how we did it and see my transition into yeah. full time in person yeah. was so hard because I had gotten so used to having that extra free time. Exactly. You know, like, oh, I'm online today. Like, I can sleep in a little bit or yeah. I can just go straight from class into working on something. I don't have yeah. to pack up. I don't have to move. I don't have to do anything mm-hmm. else. And it's just been really funny. Like, we got, we were really bad about, like, just traveling during mm-hmm. the week. Oh, yeah. And, like, you would see people on the Zoom classes, like, from the airport. I was guilty of it. I went on, <laughs> like, I went on a work trip with my mom and literally like got to the hotel at 3:20 class started at 3:30 yeah. was like scrambling to get stuff yeah. got caught on first in the no. class like didn't even have like my notes out was like very clearly at a hotel just like, yeah. struggling so, so it's been good that we've been back in person cuz we're yeah. a little bit more <laughs> prepared I, for class so um, this sounds really bad but I I taught online for like a year um, high school and uh, my girlfriend lived down here and I taught in, in Kentucky and so I was like, we're online. Like I can just like drive down and like spend spend a week with her. Yeah. Um, so like it it worked out fine. Then we came back the next year. We had like a big staff meeting, um, and they're like, yeah. So um, if we're online, make sure you st- you stay here in the county. Like we like saw someone logged in from Nashville, and I was just like, that's me. Yeah. But that's so funny. Um, uh, how'd you all do that socially? Like I'm just curious. It was hard. Was- I mean, like there. So we. So I know y'all had two blocks. Mm-hmm. Okay, we had four. Yeah, so that makes and then it even more. In the blocks, we were in pods. Oh no! So you like you're, all your classes were with the same block, but only two out of three pods would be in person for a okay. class. So okay. one pod would be at home. Yeah. Two pods would be. So really, you only were with the same ten people regularly. Yeah. Okay. Because like you, so you knew your pod. Yeah, and that, and was, that was about it. Yeah. And some of the, like, blocks and pods were a lot more social. So, like, I was – my block was a lot more of, like, non-traditional students, older students, mm-hmm. students who had, like, taken time off or done other things before. Yeah. So, like, married. We didn't yeah. really socialize a lot. Exactly. Like, outside yeah. of us going to class. Yeah. So, like, some pods were – some blocks were – are still to this day, like, really close. And you can kind of tell yeah. the different pods. And so it was very interesting kind of, like – I had my group of like six people mm-hmm. and like that was like all I talked to first year. Yeah. And now I'm branching out, but it kind of sucks to like be in your second semester, second year, finally starting to make new yeah. friends and like branch out and do yeah. new things. But so yeah, like with us, like I'm lucky, like our, our block is pretty social, like block A, like uh, I feel like I could talk to any of them. Like there's a few people in block B I don't know, like, like even though we had con law together, like in the big class, like it was funny, like there's no assigned seating obviously, yeah. but like all of block A sat on one side yeah. and all of B sat on the other yeah. like, and like no one told them to do that it just happened mm-hmm. I guess it's a good like um, psychology kind of study yeah well it's also interesting like, I was listening to y'all talk about like how y'all never see us right yeah. like y'all oh, yeah, like we're never but we got so used to just being at home that we would like we come to class and we go home like there's yeah. no like hangout but also we have conversations where we're like golly the one else are everywhere like we yes. can't go anywhere they're just always yeah. everywhere like go home like just, like well, get out of the building yeah. do stuff well but. it's almost levels too i know like your 3l year you're not necessarily here as much but like i saw you all more than i saw like the three yeah. last year like they were like almost never here yeah like they were just they would go to bar refresher and then like never come exactly. back to campus that was exactly. all they would do so but like for us like all we knew is like class yeah you know? so it did feel weird going online for two weeks like i didn't yeah. like I'm, I'm amazed that you all did that yeah, and like I said, it, like but that was all we knew. Like that was yeah. how we started. Yeah. So like I said, the transition into full time in person was very mm-hmm. strange. I feel like, and I know it's comparing like two things, but like I feel like starting online, starting your law school career online, is 
probably better than ending it online. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I would be really mad if that was, like, how I just, like, had to end. Right. And yeah. Do it. I mean, yeah. because there was a, I guess there was a year where those three L's just were like, oh, and see ya. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. And then they had, like, the bar during a pandemic. Like, yeah. that's terrifying. Well, like, and all their finals got changed. Like, some, like, if you had, like, a multiple choice final, it would get changed to just, like, an all essay final. Yeah. Which is and, like, you <laughs> find that out, like, halfway through the semester. So, like, you, like, prepare for one thing and then have to do it differently. Exactly. So, since you have this last year, what do you want to get out of your last year? Like, either personally, professionally? I just want to enjoy it. Like, I just want to, yeah. like, I know it sounds crazy to say, like, oh, I want to enjoy my last year of law school. But, like, I've been in college, higher education for 10 years. Like, I'll mm. graduate from law school almost exactly 10 years to the day that I yeah. graduated high school. And I know this is it. Mm. Like, this is yeah. my last year being a student. And I just want to have fun with it. And I want to enjoy just, you know, like, the aspect of learning where, like, okay, like, I know I have a month off at Christmas, and I know I'm mm. going to have a summer off, and I know that I'm going to have free time, and I'm in control of my time, mm-hmm. which, like, when you get to the real world, you're not going to have that as control, much. Right? And, like, I live with my parents here in town, mm-hmm. and, like, it's not everybody gets to just move back into their parents for free for three years and just yeah. kind of have fun, so I'm enjoying, I'm going to want to enjoy, you know, that time with them. It's not perfect, and we definitely get on each other's yeah. nerves, but... I know once law school's over, I'm going to move out and go somewhere else. Yeah. And so I just want to enjoy just yeah. the kind of yeah. time. Just. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Like, I think about my undergrad experience. I was like, again, a moment there were, there were things I didn't like about it. But now looking back, because I was like, I graduated undergrad in 2018. I did too. Yeah. So, so like, like looking back, like I'm far enough removed. I'm like, wow, I remember like hanging out with these people like they yeah. were cool and like you know we still talk but it's not the same you know? yeah I just recently got back from vacation where I got to spend some time with one of my best friends from undergrad yeah. and it was just so refreshing to just be like man like I'm I, I don't want to say I peaked in college but like I definitely peaked in college <laughs> I had the best like I took five yeah. years had the best time of my life yeah and I just I, I don't think law school will ever meet up with that but I want to just yeah. kind of have that Kind of just last free flowing exactly. summer year yeah just go through and i mean because it's gonna be a huge change yeah like yeah like, I, I know like like every graduation is like almost like a check mark like yeah. in your life but this is like probably one of the biggest yeah things. it's crazy i like i i didn't get to have a master's graduation because it was the pandemic mm-hmm. like i you know i watched my name go across the screen in my apartment living room with my family and it's just like okay like that was it I got a cap and gown that I in a hood that I never got to wear and it's kind of like it's sad to think about like sometimes I forget like that I because I just never had that like full closure from it and so I'm excited to kind of have like a bigger Mm -hmm. celebration to finish it off and just go out with the bang yeah like that's huge and then you gotta go turn it right turn it right around and study for the bar (sighs) yeah but then, like, you'll be done. Yeah, you know? and, it's, and it's, like, you'll just, you'll have it, and you'll be in the real world. And it's, yeah. It, it is nice that we have 100% bar passage rate, but, like, you don't want to be the person that makes yeah, it. Yeah, I know. It's terrifying 99%. to me. It's terrifying. Like, what if I'm the one person? <laughs> but, like, you know, like, they walk in the next year, the next orientation, like, well, it was 100%, but now it's 99%. So. Yeah, we we took the NPRE <laughs> last spring, Yeah, and it was so funny, all of us get it. it this, the timing of it was awful. It was like the yeah. week after spring break. None of us wanted to study for it. We didn't enjoy the class. Like it was like we're all like, if we can't even do this, what are we going to do on yeah. the bar? Like how yeah. are we doing? And then like we all ended up passing the NPRE yeah. like with no problems. So we all yeah. just like, what were we worried about? So hopefully the bar will go that way too. Right. Like I remember when you all were taking that. Like I saw like, a bunch of you all like in the locker room, just against the the lockers, just like you know. Yeah. So 
I, I have night sweats about the bar, and I only have to worry yeah. about it for a little bit. But I'm like, how am I going to remember like everything? Everything. Everything. <laughs> Literally like, everything. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, I had to take the praxis for education, but like, it was nowhere near the same level. Yeah. It was just like, I think pretty obvious questions like, uh, a kid is is bleeding in your classroom. What do you do? Like, call for help. Ignore him. Like, like okay, this is <laughs> one fine. of those answers is wrong. Obviously, <laughs> one of those is wrong. But like. The bar is, it's a, it's like a mammoth. It's like a behemoth yeah. of a thing. Yeah. I have opinions on the bar exam, but I will not share them here. So. But we had the bar refresher class. So yeah, I, that'll be interesting. I Watching the thrills take it last year, I was like, oh, no, I don't know about this. Yeah. But I think it'll be helpful. I think it'll be good. And yeah. hopefully it'll prepare us. And exactly. Sweet. It's crazy. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for I having me. You. I enjoyed it. And uh, we got, have school next week. So yeah. I would tell you to enjoy the rest of your summer, but it's yeah. already over. So already been reading for the next semester. <laughs> so.